Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com slash podcast. Hi, Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. In this three-part series, I'm going to be focused on a subject that it's one that you can't necessarily see, touch, taste, or feel, but everyone has it and everyone understands it, and that's the subject of time. Time is such an important element, I think, in today's business. Today's business in terms of the sales or production process, in terms of client expectations. So in this three-part series, I want to spend a few minutes talking about thinking about time a little differently, how do you go about learning about time and understand its implications in terms of the remodeling process, and then thirdly, how can you master it? How can you take your time mastery techniques to the next level? So as I think about this subject of time, you know, I don't think there's anyone out there listening to this that has any question understanding what I mean by time. However, there's a lot of different ways that we need to start thinking about it. Uh, I oftentimes, as I think about any subject, oftentimes will gravitate back to a quote, a quote by either a famous person or a thoughtful person on the subject. And one that comes to mind first that I want to talk just a minute about is one from Ben Franklin. He said, time is money. Now, most people that I'm doing a a time mastery type of training for, they immediately gravitate towards the value of your time, and time is money. However, I think there's another meaning in that simple little quote, and that is, time is money, meaning you've got to translate time into something else that has meaning, to make it meaningful. You could easily say that time equals, you know, sort of your your relationships with your family. Time equals sort of the quality of certain experiences, that it takes time for these things. But in his case, he said time is money. So what he was saying in many ways was translate time into something meaningful. And then all of a sudden, you can not only understand it, but you can value it differently. Another quote that I oftentimes reflect on is I work with different people and watch different things. I think there are great examples of this quote. And that is, work expands as to fill the time available for its completion. Work expands as to fill the time available for its completion. And what I mean by that, or what that quote means as you really reflect on it, if you give yourself a certain amount of time to do something, more times than not, you're going to accomplish it. If you don't give yourself a defined amount of time, more times than not, it's going to continue on and on and on. Now, oftentimes, a very simple example of this is that let's just say you're going into a store. If you're going into a store and you have something very specific to buy, let's say going into the grocery store, you're going to give yourself, with these specific things to buy, maybe 10 or 15 minutes to go in and get those ingredients in the grocery store. 
If on the other hand, you say, you know, I'm going to go in the grocery store, I'm going to look around, and I'm going to pick up a few things, and hopefully in the course of that, pick up a few ingredients for a particular meal, all of a sudden now that grocery store experience is taking, in many cases, twice as long. So work expands to fill the time available for its completion. Another one I think that Norman Vincent Peale said, and, and I think those that are in the top tier of the leaders in the country and certainly the leaders in business understand this, and that is plan your work for today and every day, then work your plan. You know, the most masterful folks out there really understand the importance of time, but most importantly, how do you control time in terms of developing a plan, doing it on a consistent basis every day, then you work your plan. So I think to think about the subject even further, you know, in earlier podcasts, we've talked about your greatest competitor. Your greatest competitor, it's not other builders, it's not other remodelers or architects. Your greater, greatest competitor out there is the client. But as you un Break that apart in terms of the, the, the client as a competitor. It's their stress. It's their fear. It's their overwhelm. You know, it's their ignorance about particular things. So it's sort of this emotional roller coaster. But another element that is especially a competitive element today is it's their time. Your clients are time-starved. Your clients are stressed in large part because of the time that it takes. If you reflect back, why wouldn't they want to do a remodeling project? Why wouldn't they want to have the joy of a beautiful design? Oftentimes it's not because of that. It's what's the energy and the time that it takes to develop it. So as you become more masterful at competing with different elements becoming more of a therapist, becoming more of a master of time when it comes to the client and controlling the process, I think you're going to be much better at this. So let me just share a few ways to maybe start to think about on this particular podcast some ways to make time work for you. The first thing is always, always, always be prepared. If you have a certain defined amount of time to do so, take a little bit of time to be prepared. Be prepared in terms of what that agenda might be. Be prepared in terms of your materials and resources. But spend that extra time. Years ago, I used to work with an individual that I used to watch him sort of going out to sales calls or client meetings. And it was sort of like running through an airport almost to get out to these things, and clearly the lack of preparation resulted in not the most effective experience for the client. The second thing, I think, ways that you can make time work for you, and this is almost patronizing and condescending, but it's always, always, always be on time. Always be on time. You know, you think about this for a moment. If your client, for example, is talking to five different remodelers, you know, how many of those remodelers are going to show up on time? You know, I polled a lot of different homeowners as well as as remodelers, and generally speaking, at least two, if not three of those folks are going to be late. Well, why not put yourself in a position of competitive advantage just being on time? 
And going back to what I said before, your client being the biggest competitor, one of the issues with them is their time. That's certainly an important habit always to have. Try to control the process. Controlling the process is very much about setting the agenda. You know, this is very tricky when it comes to remodeling because I think today, especially in light of the transparency and the resources clients have, it's very hard to control the process. So you really do need to control the controller, control the client, and I think controlling the time. You know, a friend of mine who designs different kinds of systems in the home Uh, She was referring to one of a key to her success is what she calls quick design, fast design. And as I reflected on that, I really, I think, uh, think it's quite relevant to what we're talking about today. Having quick design, fast design, the speed at which you do the design is a way you can make time work for you. Also, leverage your time. Now, this sounds sort of simplistic, and everyone tends to do it, I think, on a personal basis. When you're running an errand, you're going to be doing this, you're going to be making a phone call, all those kind of things. But I think if you can plan whatever activity you're doing and leverage your time, you're going to see a higher level of mastery when it comes to that. I oftentimes think, for example, of your vehicle, that's your mobile office, That's your uh, opportunity to uh, uh, leverage really that time. You also want to really turn the speed up on the next date or the next appointment. You know, think in terms of very fast second appointments because you might not have enough to close a particular client or deal, but what you do have is the ability to lock and load into that second appointment. Also, get your paperwork done very fast, very quickly. I think that also helps. But all these are little techniques, but more than anything, you have to make time a priority. And if you can make time a priority, you're going to move yourself from what I would call an average or good level up to the highest and most proficient and the great level. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com slash podcast.